Routine and structure is important, if not fundamental, when you live with ADHD, and I'm sure you already know that. But in the summertime, it can be hard to keep up with the good habits that you've been you know, practicing or that you've put in place so that your life with ADHD is easier. Well, in this episode, I'm sharing with you what I am struggling with at the moment and tactics so that, you know, those good habits don't just fly out the window. Honey, have you seen my keys? Huh, forget it. They're in my hand. There's more to ADHD than being easily distracted, scattered, or a master procrastinator. Being different is not a disability, and it's about damn time we break free from the shackles of society's labels and stigma. Hey there, I'm Zarina Boali, a French-Canadian journalist who found out had a uniquely wired brain at 40 and became a certified ADHD coach. This podcast brings forth a different perception of ADHD to help you amplify your brilliance and phenomenally stand out. Thanks for flying with us. Have a great day. Ready to blast off? Three, two, one. Welcome aboard. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Phenomenally ADHD podcast. It's always a pleasure to connect with you. And this week, I really wanted to just go like open mic without having this usual preparation that I have for the the podcast episodes and just share with you my day-to-day reality being on vacation. And the funny thing is that as I'm starting this recording, my husband is just about to walk in the motorhome. So that should be quite interesting. I might need to pause and start again in a few minutes because he's actually coming for lunch. But it's just to show you that this is one of the struggles I am having right now because yes, we are on vacation, but it's not the normal environment and it's not an unfamiliar environment. It's just that there's a lot of changes happening all at the same time. So I really need to work really, really hard to stay focused on what I have to do. Another struggle is that for a few days now, my brain is just overloaded. So even if I sit down to prepare the podcast episode like I usually do, I get tired very quickly. I have a real, real hard time concentrating for a long period of time. So, of course, preparing the podcast episode is just taking longer and it's more exhausting. And I was really paying attention to what was going on in my head while all this was happening because I was like, oh my God, this is so complicated and I could have chosen a topic that was, you know, a lot easier to talk about and you know, I'm one that loves a challenge. So of course, when I choose a topic, 
there's often a challenge behind it. But this week, things are different. And what was going on in my head, it was like, well, you know, you could skip a week and nobody would know. And it's not that big of a deal if you don't do a podcast episode this week or, you know, you could do it tomorrow. So I was just listening and paying attention to my inner talk about doing the podcast episode this week. And I really took the time to look at things from many angles. Do I really want to skip an episode? Um, what can I talk about that would be fun, that would lit me up? Because if you're familiar with human design, well, my human design is generators. So the way I do things it is by responding. So if I think of a topic, the way I respond is with my gut. So if it's a big yes, I just go in, jump in, don't ask myself too many questions and boom. So I really had to take a few steps back and look at things differently so that I could really get behind the microphone, sit down and say, okay, how can I bring value to the listener without having this structure that I usually have for the podcast? So there you have two of my struggles right now and a little bit of how I try to navigate that. And one thing I learned to do, and that was something really, really hard for me, is to just try to not put so much pressure on myself. And there's actually an episode on that, three signs you're putting too much pressure on yourself. Because when we live with ADHD, we tend to have this habit of being extremely demanding of ourselves. And I don't know why we do that. And I don't necessarily believe it's only because of ADHD. I think it can be linked to emotional wounds. It can be linked to childhood trauma. But we tend to be extremely demanding. And we often think that if we are doing something or if we are going to do something, it has to be done a certain way. You know, it's like that way or the highway. But we have to learn and we actually benefit from learning to pause and take that step back and look at things differently so that we can see, oh my God, I could do this. I could do it this way. Oh, I could do it another way or I could and then we have more possibilities to choose from instead of going at it the way we think we should do it. So this week the challenges are coming at me like one after the other and I'm trying to just take one, look at it and then move forward in the best way that I can without underestimating what I'm capable of doing. And doing this episode with the thoughts going through my head and saying, okay, I'm talking about this, and then I'm talking about this, 
you know, like my ideas are coming one after the other. And I'm really taking you like, it's like I want to take you in my head with the hope that you, you say, oh my God, this is me. Oh my God, this resonates so much with me. And I really hope it does. So just to trust myself and trust the process is something huge for me right now. But I'm just staying in that space of confidence, of not necessarily wanting things to be perfect, but to just say, hey, I'm going to do it this way and I'm going to do it with all I have and to the best of my abilities and capabilities. So trying to not be so hard on ourselves with ADHD is sometimes challenging and not always easy to do, but it is definitely something that we ought to put in place and practice. Like, I mean, it's it's a habit that we need to develop because we might not have it that is coming that easily. But the more we practice, the more we are aware of what is going on inside of us. Not outside, but inside. And of course, the environment is going to have an impact on how we feel, on what's going on inside. But by being able to take a put some distance between the two, we're able to really see what in the environment exactly is actually having an impact on us. Instead of everything being all mixed up and we get overwhelmed, impatient, or maybe just lack motivation, we start procrastinating and... I can see and I can feel my energy while I'm doing this episode so high and I'm so excited and I'm so full of joy and I'm just having so much fun that I'm like, wow, maybe I should do this more often. But all that to say that don't let your brain take over. Don't let the challenges take over. Over And I know you might say, yeah, I get that. I've tried it. But Zarina, it's easier said than done. I totally understand. And I mean, I understand to a point where you might not even realize it. But I'm talking here about doing, doing it one step at a time. Yes, there's a target. There's a goal. But the idea is to do it one step at a time and to try it to see if it works and to not get discouraged and abandon if it doesn't work. I mean, things like that takes practice and requires a lot of patience. So don't sell yourself short because you're trying something new that is not yet working. Another thing I do when, you know, challenges come my way or changes are like coming at me one after the other, I always try to find one or two strengths that I can use to help me move forward. So I know that for me, 
And for a lot of ADHDers, we have this amazing capacity to adapt. So I will rely on that to make it easier to manage everything that I need to deal with. And then I, I really stop and I mean, th this pause thing is something that has made such a huge and enormous difference for me. I cannot tell you how much it changed things for me. I mean, literally, because the more I was practicing pausing, the more I was able to see things that I wouldn't otherwise see. And it was fascinating. And now I do it almost automatically. Like, I mean, the pause thing is, I guess, anchored in me. And it's one of my favorite ways to just figure out what the heck is going on in my brain and what is happening in my body that is either aligned or not. And when it's out of alignment, well, I just do whatever needs to be done so that, boom, everything is back in place and I feel like myself again. So even though summertime for me right now is challenging, like, I mean, I'm struggling, but yet at the same time, I'm very kind to myself and I'm very understanding with myself. I mean, you know, everything that we are giving to the people we, we love with so much ease. And when it comes to us, we tend to just, you know, leave the bucket empty while I'm this week, I'm really increasing my self-nourishment. That's how I would say it. And by doing that, I'm enjoying my vacation. And when a challenge is there, well, it doesn't last long because I figure out really quickly what I need and go from there. So let's say, for example, the habit or the, the thing that you're struggling with in the summertime or on vacation is to eat healthy. Because, you know, maybe you are eating more out at the restaurant or at friends and family and you find it hard. It can be the same with working out. So one thing is for sure is the longer you have been practicing this habit, the less impact it's going to have. So if it's a new thing, of course, it might be more challenging. So before you go on vacation or before you leave for a few days, take the time to maybe map out a quick strategy by asking yourself questions such as, what is the impact on what I have put in place and worked on if XYZ. How can I eat healthy even if I'm not in my regular environment? And then start just exploring and see what are the possibilities that are available 
to you. And if you don't eat as healthy as you do when you are at home, that is okay. It's okay. Like, I mean, you can slip and you can come back to your good habits. That is something that is possible. But you need to believe that it is. So, for example, for me right now, working out is a struggle. But I've been practicing for a year. So, by doing it every single week, four or five times a week, I know that even if I work out one or two times this week, it's not enough to just have everything I've worked on and put in place in the last 12 months to just disappear. I know it's not going to happen because I know how, how it makes me feel. I know the benefits that I get out of working out. Why am I not doing it right now? Well, I honestly, I don't know. I guess I just decided to give my body a break and that's okay. I need rest. I need to maybe be more gentle with my workouts. So working out might be going for a walk. Like, I mean, instead of working out, I might choose or decide that I'm just going to move my body and move my body is to go for a walk. So it's not always all or nothing. And it's not always a question of this or that. You know, it can be this and that. So you can eat healthy 80% of the time, go on vacation, have cheat days or cheat meals, and then come back to your good habits, you know? So just make sure that you have this strategy and it doesn't have to be complicated, but just know that if something happens, you'll know what to do. So if being out of your regular routine and structure makes it difficult for you to manage life with ADHD, I really, really hope that this episode is something that has been helpful for you, that you will try to make things easier for you by pausing or trying at least to pause and see what is going on inside of you and just have fun trying to connect the dots. Like, I mean, don't stress over it and try to focus on what you can control. And that is what is going on inside of you, your emotions, your thoughts, your self-talk, your awareness, how you react to what's going on, your attitude, these are all things you have control over. What you don't have control over, well, don't waste your time or energy trying to get control of that because you're just going to get more tired, frustrated, and your ADHD symptoms are just going to go on the rise. I so appreciate you listening and I'd love to hear from you. If this episode resonated with you, 
Let me know what valuable insight you're taking away and how you can implement it right now. Don't hesitate to leave a review on your favorite platform and share on social media. Until next time on Phenomenally ADHD, own your genius because you rock just the way you are.